Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to meeting two of the events committee. Um, can we start with the agenda item 19? Apologies for absence. I've had apologies from Alan Alton. Okay. Can we note the people we haven't had the apologies yeah. from, please? Okay. Uh, item 20, declarations of interest. I don't know. Well, none. Well, not that I'm aware of. And none from me. Right. Minutes of meeting one on the 10th of July. Move the We have set them. Yeah. <coughs> you need to second them because you <laughs> Yeah, oh, this is done. Yeah. I second them there. Oh, actually, thank you went at the meeting. No. So we'll have to postpone. No. Uh, right, okay, okay. that's fine. Okay. Yeah. okay, can we move on to um, item 22 then? Opportunity for the public to speak. I don't know whether you. What to decide which order you want to go in, or go in the order oh, that's on the agenda? Uh, yeah, I thought we were here to respond to the complainant. We're not dealing with the complaint tonight. No, we're, not. we're talking. We're going to deal with it in the broad, like the concepts of what the complaint yeah, okay. was about. But um, the it's been agreed that the chair and the mayor will meet with the complainant in situ to discuss the issue but unfortunately the meeting which had been arranged for Friday yeah. has now had to be changed because the complainant isn't available anymore so we're looking for a new date when they can meet but we'll talk a broad brush about the issues that were raised okay would I, would I be able to say a few words then um, I'm here to represent the Rotary Club who do use the field on occasions and I'd like to have it registered that we, we find the field very, very useful. This year um, for the motor show, for all the groups involved, it raised almost, well, we think between nine and nine and a half thousand pounds. The majority of that will be spent, or a, a large proportion of that will benefit the community centre, the scouts, um, the inner world club of Frotchum and Helsby, and the Rotary Club of Frotchum and Helsby. The last group, Frotchum and Helsby Rotary Club, will donate much of that money locally, but also goes nationally and internationally. Now that field is, was this year visited by, we think, in the region of a thousand people on the day. Um, it's a great asset to the town, and it is used to showcase the town to people from all over the northwest, as far afield as Staffordshire, Preston, and Leeds that we know of. There could be people coming from further who say, what a wonderful position to have a, a, an event. They absolutely love it. So we strongly hope that we can come to some agreement with, to be able to retain the use of that field. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Um, just, Graham, do you want yes, to say I something? Yes, I mean, well, I thought this would be the noise that um, complaints were raised. But, um, I mean, certainly the field is uh, very useful for us as well. 
Uh, we have many groups that come along and they want to use the centre and they want to use the field. Um, I do think that there's, there's noise sometimes, but there's always going to be noise when people are using the field. It's a question of whether the noise is excessive and whether people who have lived next to the field for uh, many years, I understand, um, and only now complaining about it. So, you know, we, we, we would accept that we need to keep some sort of um, control over the noise that's made. But certainly, I mean, the, the people that were mentioned were the uh, majorettes. We've had majorettes in last week and no one even noticed. Um, so, you know, the, the, there are groups of people that have, run, uh, have been known to uh, sort of run through Blue Hatch and things like that. But that, that's not what the complaint was about. Uh, the complaint was about just the noise from the, from the, the neighbour next door. Mm. Uh, I think I think I don't think um, the complainant is particularly has issues with your control. Mm. It's more that they see that Frodsham Town Council isn't instituting its rules for use of the field, which is what this committee needs to take on board. Yeah, um, but you've obviously been because you're our neighbour. And we often rent to the same people, and mm. there's overflow, and whatever. That's why it's all got caught up together. And I know there was a proposal at one point that um, we should have more of a role in the management of the field because we're just sitting on it, um, and that, that's something that we didn't prevent. But, um, and we, we've talked earlier about coordinating uh, the bookings on the mm. field and the bookings in the centre so that they don't have problems with each other. We do try, um, I do try and let the community centre know when we've had an approach for a booking. Yeah, and, so, uh, and, yeah. and we do as well. Mm. Could I actually make the point is that when people do actually buy properties around there, they must be aware that it's a community centre and that there are community fields. Yeah. And um, it is they are for the use of the town, um, and that is something they have to take on board. Um, you know, and it's that is something that has been going on for years and years and years. And um, but I, th I think again, if we we'll, we've looked at the process before, haven't we, of the, yeah. of the, of the bookings, um, and uh, we'll certainly look at that and see if there are any improvements we can make, but it, it, at the end of the day it is a community centre and it is a community field. In the, in the party poll, just one thing, I run just to remind the committee, in the party four years I've been here, there's only been two complaints and mud on the road. That's all uh, we've ever had any issue, and one complaint that the road tree didn't put the field back how it was, and that's the only thing we've ever had in 44 years. Just with regard to the noise, my granddaughter was at the time 15 months old. She was actually at the car show, was taken home about one o'clock, which was at the peak of the noise. Her bedroom does actually overlook the field. She was put to bed, went to sleep, and was not disturbed by that noise. Yeah. And, you know, just a point in case. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. your contributions. Thank you. And uh, hopefully we can get the town clerk and get something arranged for a mutual visit. Yeah. Okay, uh, next item.
Martin Barris. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Um, so, um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Martin and I um, am a member of the steering group of the Frodsham Neighbourhood Plan, which is why um, I wanted to talk to you this evening about um, an idea that I had. Ever since I've been a member of the group, the, the steering group of the uh, Frodsham Plan, um, I've had a number of conversations with colleagues on that steering group about how we engage Frodsham, uh, the residents of Frodsham and those around us, to um, participate, become involved with the making of the plan. Um, and we, we find it very, very hard. We find it very, very hard to engage people. Um, I've been looking after Facebook and I've been looking after the Twitter accounts to um, bring people on board, to make them engage with this, and to just raise their awareness about what we're trying to do in Frodsham and for the plan. Um, but it's very, very hard. And I think everybody I know who I speak to about work that goes on in Frodsham says the same thing. It's very, very hard to engage people. So, although um, I think that we have to keep on doing what we're, we're doing anyway, um, I did have a notion, an idea about something I'd like to try, which I'd like to put to you tonight. I've put a little paper together, uh, which I'm afraid I only have four copies of, so if you could share, that would be great. i pass one in that direction. One in that direction. I need to have a look at one and then one for you. So um, I thought it would be really interesting if we could um, effectively advertise what we are doing and how we are doing it to raise awareness across Frodsham um, via lamppost banners. I'll give you an illustration there. If you turn into the first page of the book, uh, I asked um, a graphic designer friend of mine to actually um, take this image that I took of the high street and put these mock-up banners and as to what they would look like. Um, that's looking down Main Street from the sort of clock end looking down. The next image, if you turn over, is looking up the high street. Now, um, although this is a mock-up image of what they could look like, um, I've since discovered that actually having banners that hang the street side are considered quite dangerous, so they would actually be reversed onto pavement side if we were to go down this route. Um, the next page, you'll, look at, you'll see um, that I've got some square or rectangle banners. Um, I've also been advised that this sort of teardrop shape that I've actually had mocked up again are not deemed to be very good um, in terms of their wear and tear. Apparently this variety on this next page here, the, the rectangle versions are meant to be much more worthy. So that's what I'd be looking at. Um, my next point is why would we do this in terms of uh, what we're trying to, what message we're trying to get across. So if you look to the next page I've produced, um, I would like it to be used for events within Frodsham that we um, all think are really good things that we um, you know, all enjoy. I've listed here the Frodsham Festival, the Christmas Festival, the Festival of Walks, the Weaver Words, um, Castle Park, the Town Council Initiatives, Frodsham Community Centre, commercially, I think the list would go on. I've got illustrations of what we've done previously in terms of advertising, but just reworked them as what they might look like on street banners. Um, the next one you see is the Festival of Walks. Um, the way I saw this is that if they were there permanently, I think they would end up being what I would call social wallpaper where we grew so, so accustomed to them, we would stop actually looking at what they were doing. So my suggestion would be, if we actually took this, is that we would use them intermittently. 
so that we put them up appropriately around activity that we are particularly interested in raising awareness of. Um, my feeling is that um, the people that live in Frodsham would absolutely notice them. Um, if you're driving through Frodsham, I think you might notice them. And if they were done effectively um, and with some creativity, um, not necessarily just saying the same thing, um, they could have a very powerful message. So um, then you say, okay, nice idea, interesting. Oh, my last one, incidentally, was a picture of uh, some... Um, rubbish, um, you know, the uh, uh, heroes assembled trying to clean up, so I thought that uh, it might be quite a nice idea to say, well, actually, if more people could see what we're trying to do across Frodsham, maybe more people would sign up um, to that rubbish collection idea that we do. So there was that. Um, so the big question is, how much would it cost? Um, I decided I would seek four um, different quotations from across um, the region. And I've got, the first one you'll see is from a company called Spiral. Um, and Spiral are, in fact, the same company that produced the banners for Frodsham players. So I went to them first. So we, we're very well known. And their quotation um, is simply about the banners. Um, a second quotation, same thing again. But it's, um, this is from a company um, in Burton-on-Trent. Um, and they are uh, giving us a setup cost as well as them producing um, a, a series of banners. Um, I've simply gone for a, a unit of 14. Um, I don't actually count the number of lampposts, but I thought 14 looked as though it could work um, down the, the lampposts. Um, I'm sure there are probably more lampposts that I haven't actually counted, but I think 14 would work. Um, I think we'll actually know, because we know how many hanging baskets we have. <laughs> and how many lamps we need to maintain, yeah. Well, we've actually just done a survey of the hanging baskets. We did it last Thursday when it was pouring down. Um, so I will have some idea about where our hanging baskets are mm -hmm. um, and where we might think about putting some something else. Okay. Because there are some posts that haven't got hanging baskets. Yes, indeed. So, but, but there is an issue about trees. Yes. Say. So, so there are places where you couldn't put a banner up because you wouldn't see it cause for the trees. Mm -hmm. They're in the way. And on the market side, uh, it might be quite difficult because often the market trade is set up underneath the lampposts. It, it depends on the height. Yeah. It depends on where. I mean, the hanging baskets are obviously going to be lower to be maintained, but I suspect these might be a bit higher. Yeah, but we can we could look at that. Yeah. Okay, um, the third quote here, um, again, is about banners um, and the setup and the actual delivery. Now, what was really interesting is... Um, the, I didn't intend getting a fourth quote, but um, I actually bumped into um, somebody that I, I knew but had no idea that they were actually also in the business of making PVC banners. Um, and interestingly, I, I asked him for a quote, and when he came back with his quote, I've left it till last, because his quote was the most thorough of all of them. And he came back with things that I didn't even know about. So he pointed out to me that there's a, a government regulation here called the EN40, um, which is apparently now standard and is insisted upon by other councils that uh, do have street banners, that um, it's got to be of this particular quality and of this particular standard, otherwise it fails to reach those standards. Um, and it actually says that, um, which is why in fact it's very expensive. So it would be very interesting to go back to the other three quotations that I've got to know if they are adhering to those European standards. But as you can see, it comes out as a lot more expensive. So the initial setup cost ends up being quite expensive. However, 
Um, <coughs> he said to me, you need that kind of um, um, arms and brackets to actually hold the, uh, this, um, the PVC. The thickness of the uh, PVC is also significant in that it, that can be fireproofed. Um, it can also be <coughs> resistant to a certain level that is acceptable. So all of those things I think are actually quite important to get right because if you're going to put something up that doesn't actually stand the test of time, we've wasted our time and our money, well if you put something up which is more robust and can take it, then consequently I think we do it once and yeah. it will stay there. So I think that's really, really worth looking at. It is more expensive obviously, but he then came back and I said, well okay, so once we've got the brackets in place, we've got the um, the petition, so we've got the, um, the actual brackets there so that we can then change our campaigns. How much will it cost us to go back to you purely to reduce the balance? And he's given us a, a reduced price, which is really pretty good. So those things, I think, are a significant outlay, but um, when we go back to um, for a new campaign, then I think that uh, that's when we'd actually start saving our money. Then I started thinking, well, actually, does this need to cost the council money at all, apart from maybe the initial outlay? Then I started thinking about, well, who would pay? Um, well, it could be a series. I mean, I know, for instance, that if you had an organisation that said, well, I would like to actually advertise something that's going on at Castle Park or at the community centre, it would effectively be their cost. Mm. They would take on that cost and therefore pay for it. Um, it seems to me that we have um, enough other initiatives going around the town where if people wanted things to happen, um, it would be a question of, well, okay, um, you can pay for that to go up there. I don't think it needs to be um, a burden on the council if we were to go down the street. I think it could be something that could end up where people are really, really um, banging on your door to say, I want to put a banner up there. There is a danger, and I think we need to have what I would call editorial control over it, where um, we are having somebody, probably from the council, but it doesn't have to be, who would look after what it is that we're trying to do and how we're trying to do it, so that we're not, as I said, having this wallpaper that we stop looking at. I think we need someone to have an overview that says, this is important, this is significant, this matters, we care about it, so let's do that. And to do it in such a way that it's timetabled and they are up there for a certain amount of time. Um, I said, I don't think that needs to be a burden on the council. That could be done by a volunteer with supervision or overseen by a member of the council. But do you see what I mean? I think it could be, it needn't be another job that I know just merely two people would end up doing. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think it has to be that. Can I ask, I mean, because I actually think the banners that are advertised, Hellsby at Christmas, ho, 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 they do the similar shape, don't they? Because they're on the lampposts. I can't say I've ever noticed, and I never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do, yes. They do. Because yeah, um, yeah. I always think those are, they, they are, they, they have far more of an impact than some, because I know we always struggle with the Festival of Walks as to where we're going to put the banners. I mean, we now have recognised locations where we put them. Um, and people do, once they know they're going to be there, they actually look for them because they're looking for the Festival of Walks when it's starting. Um, but uh, what I was going to say is, did you by any chance contact Helsby, ho, ho, ho? Um, I don't know. And just to see whether perhaps you could, you know, do a job lot and see what, where they got theirs from and whether there's a price there. Theirs are the triangular ones. Yes. How are you? Mm. Not that I was looking, but they, I just think when you're going through at Christmas, you know, it's, 
You notice. I notice them. Yeah. Whereas it is, you do struggle because there's one banner we have to put for the festival of walks, and we have to put it at an angle so that drivers can see it because you've got to be so careful with Not position to distract. To distract. Yeah. Very much like yeah, I mean, Well, I mean, it reminds me of what you were saying about um, banners. Um, we used to put banners up on the pedestrian bridge bottom of Fluent mm. Lane. Mm. Uh, and we were told to stop doing it, nothing to do with standards, it was to do with the distraction to drivers. Uh, and that's the same road you're talking about. So yeah, if, if you make something that people notice, then it's going to distract drivers. Yes, I think I, I take that argument, but uh, I think that uh, in a society that we presently live in, we're absolutely overwhelmed with advertising wherever we go. Um, I think that um, if I think about motorways that I've driven on, where I'm stood, or under traffic lights, where I have a digital screen which is twice the size of this room above my head and around me, uh, that is physically moving, I think I find that deeply distracting if, if I'm driving. Um, I think street banners have become fairly standard in many cities across the UK, and I think they're pretty normal. And I think once you've actually gleaned your initial message and they're noticed, um, people then think, okay, I've got that. But, you know, as we drive anywhere, we are surrounded by signage. And well, we, uh, Manchester had them for the Commonwealth Games, <laughs> and for the Olympic Games, weren't they? I mean, yeah, you know, they are used. Well, I mean, Prodium, aren't we? The wine shop. Indeed. Conservatory yeah. Club. That's whacked in back and two in the wind, and you see the car drivers looking at it. Yeah. I don't yeah. no, think that's an argument for having more of it. You know, I would love to put banners back on the, the bridge, but, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're not allowed to do it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I just think that um, um, I know what, what you're talking about, where the banners presently are, and I know that um, they'll be um, outside the parish hall, they'll be um, on the railings um, by the church. I know where to look for the banners. That we've, is all I'm looking for is something that is a lot more uniform, looks a bit more professional, um, and actually can be maintained in a way that I think looks attractive for the town. That's what I'm saying. I'll just point out we would have to go for a licence from the highways before we could do anything. So it's, it's not in our gift yeah, to do it. Well, I assume that would be the case. Um, and I also assume that you'd have to adhere to some kind of um, standards that are set out for this kind of... And, pre and presumably that's exactly what you had to do for the lighting that presently exists on all of the lampposts in the town. That, uh, Way before my time, yeah, so yeah. yes, I yeah. would ex right. expect yeah. the idea. Yeah. Can, sure can, can I suggest that yeah. as a first cut on this that we actually can find out what the licensing is yeah. and how much it would cost us because as the town council we would probably have to have the license. So the license probably won't cost, if it's £100 I'd be surprised, um, right. but they, there would obviously be the cost of putting the brackets up. Yeah. Which but again could we get those sponsored, mm -hmm. I mean you know, I think there's enough organisations around who would want to advertise? I mean, I noticed you've put Weaver Words. I mean, mm. you know, <laughs> indeed, that that really is a, a, a crowd puller. But I think they'd be prepared to put the, the banners on once yeah. they're posted. It's the, the fabric that we would have to provide for people then no, to I put know, their banners could, on. Could we not get somebody to sponsor those? I mean, you know, Frenchman is not strong in sponsorship. I, um, I did wonder whether an application though to the uh, Marshes Community Trust as an initial thing could be um, worth looking at. Fudge and Town Council isn't eligible to apply. But somebody, an individual or another organisation could? I don't know what the rules, I just know that we're not able to mm. apply to them. 
But th that would be, I'm sure, we could uh, have a look at that. Yeah. I've worked with an organisation in Frodsham that has successfully uh, put an application in, and you're, you're absolutely yeah. the town council isn't, but practically any other organisation in Frodsham is. So mm. it's worth an application, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and as I said, I, I just believe that um, it would be something for all of us. I think it would help raise awareness of a lot of things that we all care about in Frodsham. Um, and since we are having difficulty, I think all of us, for various organisations that we might represent, um, it could help. Okay. Thank you very much indeed. Um, can I just yeah, yeah. let's look at the licence and then um, perhaps revisit it um, when we know what the licence is and then look at if we could actually approach, say, Weaver Words. Um, and other organisations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know whether you wanted to ask. I think you know, the issue will be for, for organisations like Weaver Words, they're always looking for sponsorship to be able to put Weaver Words on in the first place, and it's whether they could afford to spend additional limited resources on the advertising. Sorry? Yes, every two years. But again, Festival of Walks, I mean, I'd love to put things up. I mean, the Festival of Walks is <coughs> very well known now, um, and people are, are actually looking for things. But, you know, you could have, you wouldn't have to have them on every single one. You could just have a few of them, just so that people mm. could see them, because it's, it's far more prominent than the places we currently use. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I just think there are so many um, A organisations, uh, um, including the council, that have got strong messages to get out there that um, we know are we're having all having difficulty um, getting those messages. Through. I'm not saying it will answer it. I'm simply saying it's just another layer by which we inform the public here about what is going on and what we do. Can I just ask one quick? Would you just have one promotion of one thing at one time? Absolutely. Right. That, there'll be no mixed ones. No. Yeah. That's no, that's why it needs to be, yeah. as I said, have editorial control of how long they're up there for, mm. when they go up, and when they come down. So there is a breathing space between what we're being overwhelmed with, well, what we have that is being promoted. So that we have time when there's nothing there, and then time when there's stuff there. So that it is under control. Because yeah. some people might argue that it, um, it's like, distracting or it's not attractive, but I think it could look very attractive, mm -hmm. and it could work very, very well for a lot of organisations. And I think the fact that it's the coherent thing, I think that would look, this app, the ad hocness of mm -hmm. banners and posters can look a little bit untidy, to be honest. Yes, indeed. Whereas that as a coherent... They wouldn't be the same, but they'd have the same a similar format. And yeah. I think it could look. I think it would be a good. Bit. It's a quality message. Yeah. And it's a quality message, and it's a good public relations thing. Yeah. I think. And uh, with my Frodsham Neighbourhood Plan um, hat on, um, I know that um, if people don't know about the plan, looking at a poster that says, do you know about the Frodsham Neighbourhood Plan, would actually pose that question and start perhaps to answer it. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. 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 Thank you very much indeed, Mark. Thanks for all your efforts. Yeah. Thank you, Yes, thank you. Item 23. 24. Well, we've just done oh, that. Oh, is that in there? Right. That's... Yeah. Thanks, Hazel. Yeah.
Um, community field. So to discuss the complaint about the recent uses of the community field and to note that the site visit has been rearranged or been arranged with the complaint. Yeah, that was when so, we had a, a date for, for that meeting. Basically, the, the elements of the complaint were um, the noise, and that was specific to when the circus came, when they were putting the tent up and taking it down late at night, which I can understand late at night is an issue, and it was that apparently that went on till like 11 o'clock at night when they were putting it up, loud banging noises. Um, but then it went on then to encompass noise during the daytime um, and a specific mention was made of the majorettes and the uh, motor show and then there was also a specific thing about a climbing wall and which was sited near the, the, the resident's house. Um, I've spoken to, the, the resident did request a meeting with the mayor and the chair and we did arrange a meeting which was supposed to have been this Friday but unfortunately the complainant isn't available so we are going to have to rearrange it. One of his key messages was that he feels that Frodham Town Council is failing to manage the space correctly although we've got the rules for the hire on the back of the post, the booking mm. form, we're not actually managing it. So we're so not actually policing it. Not policing yeah. it. That, is, that is his message. Um, so what I did do is I did... Whereabouts does he actually live in respect to the field? Is it on the back side? He's a neighbour. Yeah, he's, he's next to the community centre on the yeah. road. There used to be right. an old gentleman who lived there, didn't they? Yeah, and he I got don't knocked think down I should say, because it's recorded. Yes. Um, but I did share with the community centre and Rotary the complainant's complaint, their elements of it. Um, so that they would be aware that these issues had been raised and would have an opportunity to attend the meeting to put forward their views when they have to. Um, but uh, I think that the key thing for the gentleman is that we've got set these rules which we have for the field but that we're not enforcing them um, which is leading to nuisance to residents. So. But I would suggest that we defer any discuss, further discussion on it until yes. the meeting has occurred and the, the chair and the mayor can report back to the meeting right. um, what happened at that meeting. So is the chair, he doesn't want anybody from the community centre there? No, I think because the main complaint is about we're not managing it properly. Right. So can I, can I just get the, the, the location right? Because isn't the field immediately perhaps behind? The community, because our field is the bottom field. No, our no. we yeah. as you go through the gate, yeah. our field, community field is the one immediately on the left. Right. And then we also have the playing field at the, the what London we call London Road, Road field, which yes. is behind mm -hmm. that, which is where the fireworks go off from. Yes. Um, but the, the 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 area he's complaining about is the community field, right. which is okay. adjacent to the community centre. Yeah. There were some issues about noise on the car park at the community centre, which is, but that's nothing to do with the main thrust of his complaint, which is about our lack of management of the space. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Right, let's wait until you've <coughs> the site visit and then yeah. we'll have the feedback. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if the gentleman wishes to take up personally with the community centre and with Rotary, He's perfectly at liberty to do that. 
if he wishes. But We're it, quite happy to meet with him. Yeah. We've got volunteers. I mean, we would go yeah. not en masse. Yeah. One to one with him to discuss his concerns. But the mayor could pass that message on when you meet with him, if that's okay. But would it help if he was informed about what's coming up? Really, in one sense, uh, and the clerk is right. The complaint is with us. Yes, it's not no, with. With other organisations, yeah. It's yeah. not with you. We've got to deal. We've fetched it on, and the yeah. complaint's been made to the town clerk, yeah. and we've got to see to it and report back to her for the meeting. Okay. So, um, right. we, we do try and we send round a message about, um, I can't remember which events it was that we'd sent a message round to the residents. Um, what about the we do. It might have been fireworks, wasn't it? I know we do fireworks. We do. That's that's in a yeah. different area. But after, recently, well, within this year, we've sent round a message to everybody in that area to say there was an event going on because one of the some of the residents in the Willows have said, just warn us when these events are happening, yeah. and we can make arrangements to be out of the house if we don't like the noise, you know, so that's, we, we do say, and one of our rules in, on our form is a noise abatement plan, so we ask people who are organising events to think about the noise they might be making and how they make, make it less, so for example, you know, turning your speakers away from properties to the centre of the field rather than towards properties and things like that, so um, that's where his argument is coming back, yes you say that, but you you know, have you got a noise abatement plan that I can look at, and have you got, um, you know, who's there to police well, it? Well, it's the noise abatement should be demonstrated by the people who are renting the land. Yeah, but I think we need to take on board some of this, yeah. that we need to be clearer maybe yeah, in our, sure. our yeah. what oh, Perhaps doing. we ask for more detail, but we yeah. actually ask whoever's renting it to um, be more explicit about how many music, how much music they're going to have, how many speakers, and which way that yeah. the speakers we, will actually be pointing. I think that's the sort of thing we probably need to look at further. Um, but for example, we had an issue when the circus came that there were no toilets on the first night that they were there. And that was unfortunate. In the plans that we were sent by the circus, there was a toilet block that came with the circus, but it had been vandalised the night before at the previous place and the one that they booked to come to the field wasn't delivered in time. So, you know, sometimes you can have all the plans in the world, well, once mentioned but on well. the day, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't actually happen. Well, it, once, it once mentioned as well, uh, the kind-hearted uh, community centre did allow them to use the yeah. toilets. Yes, once we knew and, we yeah. and we thank we thank you for that. Yeah. That must be mentioned and minuted, please. I mean, the next big event is the fireworks, as you mentioned. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, well, I, I, th I think, um, I think, Chair, that we've finished this conversation now and we'll wait. Yes, yeah, that's, it, that's it's what with, I, I, It's yeah. with us. Yeah. Thank you for your contributions. Um, <coughs> the next one is to review the rules related to the rental and um, agree any changes. So, should we put that one on yeah. and defer that? As I say, because we had intended that the, the meeting would have occurred, well, yes. yeah. originally yeah. I'd hoped the meeting would occur 
before the, this meeting, but then it was arranged for actually Friday. Um, and he's, and he's, he's now said they can't make that meeting, so we're going to have to push it, push it back. So I would have recommended that we defer the discussion about the rules of the rentals because the meeting was after that anyway. Okay. Um, item 25, action plan, to review the progress against the action plan. So if you remember at the beginning of the year, um, well it was part of our budget setting wasn't it, where we looked yeah. at the sorts of things that we were going to be doing. So we had this whole, whole area which was about promoting Frodsham, which we haven't, although we, have, we set some targets and measurements, increasing visitor numbers and increased attendance by residents in community activities, we've got no way of measuring that. So you know, for next year I suggest that we, we'd have to look for something a bit more specific if we were going to keep that. In. And then the other elements was the civic stroke community events and which to develop a programme which we've, we've done so we've got, we've got all of these events that are occurring. Um, so we've had the festival walks, we had the annual town meeting, we've had an extra town meeting and then we've got ongoing working groups for the Halloween event, the Remembrance Day and Beacon Lighting event, the Christmas festival and then the fireworks have been booked for the New Year's Eve display. So you know in in terms of yeah. progress, we've, we've achieved quite a significant amount. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I'm good. That. Budget. Yeah. I think the budget was all on target. Yes. It's interesting to see that the. Um, the licence has been paid for for the Christmas festival. Yeah. 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 Get that so we actually pay for a lot of the fireworks quite a way ahead of time. No, the, what, the top block is what's actually been paid. So the, the, where there's a... Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah. Those, those, and this, this is the projections of what's yeah. to be paid out before the end of the financial, uh, before the end of the financial year. Um, so we've... The top block is the spend to the end of August, and then right, yes, the sorry. block below is what will be spent. Yeah, that's as much as we know up to now. Yeah, I move that we accept them, Chair. Yes, <coughs> I will second that. Thank you. Um, Fortune Life. Discuss and agree using fraudulent license as a means of communicating with residents. Yeah, this has come to us um, via, I think it was for council, wasn't it? Where it was. we talked about the commitment that council had made um, at the beginning of the council year to improving communications with non IT users, mm. um, and fraudulent life was felt to be probably the best mechanism because it does go to most properties in Frodsham. And they do come to every town council meeting, so they yeah. do, yeah. do report. Yeah. Yeah. So I do feel they've got a handle on, and also, I mean, they are very good at reporting online. Yeah. Um, I mean, they actually had the piece last week about the good shed, and that was online. Yeah. Um, so I think that will probably, what they do is pick the ones that are online, but then they will put in the next issue. So I think they actually give us a very good coverage 
because it's in their interests. Because people, if people feel that it's beneficial for them to yeah. read it, I mean, there were a few things I think in last oh, this month that were outside Frodsham, yeah. which I felt were was a shame. I just say that again, that it can also be an issue with distribution because I, we haven't received any where I live. We usually do. We've not received any in Brantford. Have you run them? Because I, I didn't used to get them because of where I... I haven't rung it personally, no, I've just, I just realised now that, that the issue is out there, that we yeah. haven't received one. Yeah. It's worth um, ringing them because they it's, it's also, again, you say, it's, we're, we're, we're talking about covering the part of the community that doesn't use mm. the internet. So it's important, even though they do do good coverage online, but it, it also misses out on quite a segment of the community, doesn't it? But it, I, I have in the past actually rung them and told them of people that... I know people who the phone and they, they yeah. do get onto it, but I say we haven't... Uh, it's, it has been a bit patchy recently. Yeah. So, so I think it, what we need to think about is um, how we do the editorial, because we have to give them the information to fill the page or the half page, whichever we go for. So it's about the mechanism to do that. As events committee only meets once a month, uh, once every two months, events committee is probably not the best way to do How that. How much editorial, on what are we planning on? What, what, sorry, this is... Well, I think originally that there, there had been a discussion with them um, some time ago about having a full page every other month and a half page every other month. Um, so that's the sort of quantum we could look at if we have enough material to put in there. Uh, it has been suggested by some councillors that it might be useful to put in who the councillors are. You know, think informa basic information like that because not everybody knows who their local councillors are. Um, you know, probably with them, maybe their email address or some method for contacting them. Like that, we have the list that goes up on the notice boards, mm. um, so we could we could find information like that that we could put out. You know, when we're doing um, an event like the Festival Awards, we could make that the feature for that month. Well, we do. Yes, yeah. that's that's, um, that's done. And the Christmas festival, you know, we can put in November in October, October possibly put in in about the Christmas festival. Um, so there are we do have regular could, events through the year. Can, can we understand the costs again? Because I know yeah. they were very prohibitive when we asked was it 18 months ago. Because we don't want to be just filling space for the yeah. sake of filling space. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of... Because this, this month we've had the Christmas vouchers. Yes, in. so that was... So we, that, that was a bit of a relief, really, the fact yeah. that we had something to, to go in. Yeah. Next month we'll have the Christmas festival, so we can do some. So are we obliged to do it every month? Well, that was what, what was originally discussed. We haven't actually sat down with them and talked that through. That was why we brought it here to, to sort of... Well, I'd like to understand. I'm getting confused now. I feel as if we're being dictated to by... The council budget. itself has never had an agreement but individual councillors have met with Brudgeham Life. Which individual? Well, I think there was a working group at one time that was looking at it. But how long ago was that? Well, some time ago, because we've yeah. never progressed it. Well, that's, that, well, we've yeah. moved on from there. Yeah. So, but the... All that, was, that was when, that was when uh, a council and rules was on. Yeah, there. but in terms of at the last, I think it was the last 
full council, we, we reiterated our commitment to, <coughs> to using fragile life to... to well, could I, can so, I see that? Because I, I, I really can't remember that. Right, well... Because I, I, I'm conscious that we're making a commitment uh, to a publication that we could be struggling to put information into, and it's going to cost us money. Yeah, but I think that's why I'm, I'm raising the issue about editorial. How are, we, how are we going to get the editorial? We're okay when we've got an activity like Festival Awards, the Christmas Festival, the over 70s vouchers, but it's how we make use of the space well, that could be available to us. I want to understand what space we're talking about and how much that space is costing us. Yeah. Right, I don't want to be putting stuff into a publication just because we haven't got anything else to say. Um, when it's useful, you know, over 70s yeah. vouchers, the festival walks, the Christmas festival, yeah, fine, but you're, you're making it sound as if we are now obliged to do it. No, I'm not saying no, that no, at all. No. I'm just saying we've no, not, the council no. said it had well, it had I, previously had that? a commitment to yeah. providing information to people who were not online. Can we? Can we have try. Right. I'm quite yeah. happy yeah. for that, but it's got to be information that yeah. is, is is pertinent and is not out of date. Um, can we have a look at what the council minutes said? Right. Please, can we go back and pull the council minutes out so that we can see exactly what we committed to? Right. But in the meantime, are we okay to go ahead with advertising the Christmas festival? Yeah, I mean, but yeah. I think that should go to the Christmas festival people, so that they understand what's going to be said. Oh yeah, well it would come through them, but the budget is within that. This. So how much? Where's the budget? I've put. It comes out of the promoting fraction budget, and I've put it in. It's the second to last line, regular editorial. And I've put in um, £2,100 as a... £2,100. I did sort of £300 a month for the rest of the year. Right, well, can we yeah. review that, please? Yeah. This isn't something we've discussed before. Can no, we... that was just, that's why yeah. I'm saying these are proposals in yeah. here, not fixed. Yeah. Can we yeah. go back to the council, full council minutes yeah. and see what was said? And I'm quite happy for things to be put in, as long as we're saying something that is is applicable at that time. Yeah. Because old news is no good. It's got to be future things that are happening. Yeah. But our next opportunity to discuss this isn't for two months now. I know, and that's yeah. why it's wrong that we're doing yeah. something. But you can't be doing. We can put the Christmas festival in. Yeah. Um, but let's let's take it offline. Yeah. Show me the minutes. Let's just see what we were going to do because I, I really can't remember yeah. um, us agreeing to this because it is. It's it's got to be information that is is something that the old people are interested in. We don't want to be telling them about. Um, you know, things that are for play areas and things like that. I mean, we can give updates, but we, we need to understand what kind of information they'd like to see. Because as I said, Fodgham Life is online. Yeah. So everybody who's online can see it on a daily basis. But we did use it for our consultation on the play area, so yeah. we can use it for... Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, item 28, Christmas Festival Working. Group. 
got the minutes of the three meetings. No. Um, again, we've held, we've held three meetings, um, which myself and the town clerk have been at. Um, and we're at a situation now where we've we did have a company that we thought were perhaps going to assist us in um, actually setting up gazebos and taking over for all the electricity. They gave us a wonderful presentation but actually failed to deliver us with any costings. Um, so we're now back to our good old format that we've always had and we know that works. So these are now the, the costs of what we've spent so far um, and what we've committed to. I won't go through them because it's... Um, no, remove so we accept them. Yeah, thank you. Um, so in fact, uh, the next meeting is the 22nd of September. So we can actually do a, if necessary, um, a press release. It can't be the 22nd of September. Well, that's what you've put there. I know, because it's a Saturday, isn't it? It is. Yeah, so I've got yeah. the wrong date. So I apologise for that. And I will put in the minutes the correct date. I have got... Oh, it might be on the back of the minutes. I suppose I've lost in the diary anyway. 26th. 26th. Yeah, Wednesday the 26th. Okay. What time is that meeting? That's 2 o'clock, yeah. Because Vince also comes to the meeting. Yes, I know. Yeah. Um, <coughs> remembrance, <coughs> 29 Remembrance Day Working Group. Um, again, to note the minutes of the meeting held yeah. on the 4th of September. Um, again, I attended that meeting um, and um, I think it went very well. Um, one or two um, uh, clarifications of the, of the running of the day, but I think we now understand what the timings are going to be. Um, there were some discussions about the fireworks that had been proposed and it was decided that the fireworks shouldn't go ahead. Um, and alternatives were looked at and discussed um, about people carrying lanterns down the hill. But um, we then realised that a lot of health and safety would come into play. Oh, I, I backtracking on that, I didn't actually mean people carrying lanterns, I just meant strategically placed lanterns. Well, I think both would have yeah. been but the health we, and safety. We didn't make any decisions on that. No, 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 no it was further yeah. than the, the next no. meeting. Um, I've been in touch with the cadets now, and they may be able to find us a bugler for the oh, next which is good news. Yeah. Um, and again, we're asking the WI if they want to do something along the lines of a, a themed tea party. Yeah. Have they said yes? I haven't managed to get hold of them yet. Right. Um, and um, everything else seems to be in place. The Foshan players are busy um, rehearsing. rehearsing. Um, Ian seemed to think, think it was going to be quite a, quite a thing. You know, hairs on the neck. So, <laughs> Um, say too much because I don't want to spoil it. But that is going to be first come, first served, and it will be donations. Yeah. And that will be in the yeah. afternoon 
about four o'clock, half past four. Followed by the World War One Green Tea Party. Yes, and church. that's to fill the slot between um, before at seven o'clock they ring the bells again. Well, well, again, we had a bit of discussion as to um, whether they should do a bell ringing or whether it should be one bell and what we decide in the end. They're doing a short, short yes. bell ring. But, and um, they're doing a longer one the following day. Because that's what we haven't, we've missed, we haven't been informed that they're actually doing another bell ring on the Monday. Um, because what's happened is lots of bell ringers are bell ringing at different locations or aren't available to do it at their own churches. So they decided that what they do is do another bell ring on the Monday. So, um, uh, is there anything else that I need to... Um, well, I think it's that there's no real costs in, no. involved in it. Um, we'll do our regular wreaths. Yes, we did discuss about the wreaths, yeah. didn't we? But it all seems to be in place. We've got a number of meetings much closer to the actual day um, so that we can check that everything's in place. Okay. Um, yeah, the, note that the next meetings are the 16th and 23rd of October. Uh, item 30, Holton Curve opening event, to receive an update and agree any actions, I haven't. Well, Liam was leading on that, yeah. and he has stated the meeting, and I, I didn't think to contact him for an update. You've not got an update when it's opening, has it? It's something like the 8th of December, isn't it? Somebody it's said the 6th. Yeah. I've uh, seen something today. And I can't remember who put it on Facebook. It was um, Ellen's a plumber. He's heard it's been put back till March because of the lack of rolling stock. The signalman who works up there, mm -hmm. and he's been there for 40 years, he tells us it's been put back till May, and the Welsh Assembly are playing neck about it. So we need to check up on that. I was just going to say the yeah. timetable's out on the December the sixth. Yeah. Is it worth contacting Liam because he is our representative and find out from him? <laughs> yeah, Rather than the Yeah. So I apologise that I didn't think to contact him about that. Okay. Item thirty one, Halloween event. Yeah, we've got a update. An update. update. Thank you. And, um, Four and eight, so hopefully the noise levels <laughs> yeah. will be over and done in. <laughs> Keep the windows closed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did turn the television up so they can't hear. I have booked the community centre. Yeah. I will just double check that it's till eight o'clock. I'm not sure I've, whether I've booked it as long as that, but it's definitely before that for setting up time. Yeah, yeah. Is there an age range for this? Um, we're kind of going up to about 16. We're hoping it is, it's aimed more at the younger kids because. Last year there were so many young kids distraught that there was like mischief going on and all the pumpkins were smashed. 
So I hope it's kind of like even to the younger. We can't sit, we can't refuse teenagers to come in, but I'd like to kind of think it's like 12, 14 is like the upper mm. age range. It's going to be the smaller kids. And is there a charge? Um, we haven't, we, we, we just kind of started bandying ideas around that because there's going to be competitions. So uh, we're going to get some sponsorship. Lynn and Andrew have offered money from their budget. Uh, the Golf Frozen Golf Club is, is sponsoring us. Um, and there's some, some business to be confirmed. I think Paddy is going to, to run some raffles for us, Cash 22. Um, and obviously there's going to be like, teas and coffees, we're going to provide teas and coffees and then squashing that. Um, so hopefully, uh, there's going to be so with the sponsorship, we're going to get some little prizes. Uh, it's, it's, mainly, it's, it's just like fancy dress, a bit of pumpkin carving, um, face painting, uh, maybe asking Lynn and Andrew or, or Neil Flanagan, the junior mayors, to maybe be the judges. Um, get Frank to open it for us. And we'll, we'll put you a pint to one side. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we discussed it the other day. Um, because the kids aren't going to be going, well, I mean, they probably will go trick or treating at some stage. But we thought of doing like, little goodie bags for each kid as, as they leave. But most of this is coming out of sponsorship. The, the, uh, say, Lynn and Andrew have agreed uh, a sum of money. And I know the, the golf club's been very generous. Um, and that's basically it as far Good. as we've got so far. All right. Okay. Lovely, thank you for the update. Um, right, event sponsorship. Any applications? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, field rental applications. Then we've just had the one from the round table for the fireworks night. Yeah. Not me. Not us. Yes. Okay. You're right. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 we will be there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... It, you know, it's in, in both the, on our field, the, on the community field, the North London Road field, and also in the community centre, isn't yeah. it? So it's a, all around event. I'm sure you'll inform the gentleman who's, um, you'll be meeting up with, if that won't be happening, but that's an annual event. That's so. an annual event, yeah. 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 So. Because um, you need notifying of the date, so it go out. Concerned of you. <laughs> um, item 34, Clark's updates. Oh, can I just say, um, although we haven't got an application from Silcox to use the field, if they're putting up some small rides, we'll have to give them permission. Yeah, yeah. sorry, we've got that. Yeah. They're just um, the small rides for the, for the little kids, not, not big, big main attractions yeah. for the older kids. It's just the small toddler rides. Anything else? No, no. So the next meeting will be <coughs> Tuesday the 13th of November. Thank you. Thank you.